Hello and welcome to Download Your Thoughts, where two friends download their thoughts on anything and everything into each other's brains. I'm Soph Jones. And I'm Claire Cordell. And this week, we are talking about birth charts. Woo! <laughs> Why must we do it every time? It I don't know. Good. I don't know. I don't know. Just a quick disclaimer before we start. Um, Hannah has asked me to tell you guys that she does this as a hobby. It's not a profession for her. So just a little reminder of that. And also that this is just for fun. Um, you don't need to get too caught up in astrology. We are doing this just for fun. You are in control of your own life. So yeah, we hope you enjoy this episode. For people who don't know what we mean when we say birth charts, it's absolutely nothing to do with babies, so do not get excited. What do you, you mean, are. with babies? Why did that come to your brain? Birth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant like, I don't know what I thought you meant, but <laughs> babies was the last thing that came to my brain. But no, it's to do with astrology. So I'm right in saying where the planets were in alignment. Of where yeah, literally. Born. It's a map of the sky, a literal yeah. screenshot of the sky. I love that. Born. Amazing. So, cool. so we're here with Hannah, who I know through Twitter. Um, another person that I know through Twitter, who I then just bother Ooh. to come on our podcast. So yeah, we have given Hannah our information and she has had a look at our birth chart. So we're going to talk about that in a bit. Um, so if you enjoyed our horoscopes episode, this is more in depth. So basically us just finding about ourselves because we just love to talk about ourselves and you guys have to listen. I think it's more yeah. that I like to find an explanation for why I am the way I am. <laughs> yeah, I want to know why I'm toxic. Yeah, same. I want to know what, <laughs> what makes me insane. So it's quite handy <laughs> to know where the planets aligned when this thing popped out. So I just want to know. Well, we kind of covered this in our last episode about how we got into horoscopes a bit, but we can do a quick refresh and then Hannah can tell us about how she got into it. Yeah. Claire, hit us up first. Start the ball rolling. Why can't I remember how I got into horoscopes? I think I just always was interested in the fact that I was a Capricorn and none of my friends were. Mm. It's quite, I don't feel like it must be a rare sign. I don't know, but there's not that many, I don't know that many Capricorns. Maybe it's just that we avoid each other. I don't know, but everyone was always like, I'm a Libra, I'm a and I was always like, well, I'm a Capricorn. None of you are, so I don't care. I just started thinking about like when Capricorns are conceived (laughs) and now I'm... (laughs) Wait, I need to. Look all at three of us short circuited. Then we all <laughs> just went. Um, so it's from like December. Like, to so it'd be like March, April. Yeah, Is so that like I'm, a popular I'm, time to have a kid. January first. So like. Oh yeah, you're a New Year's baby, like fully, like a New Year's baby. Yeah, like yeah. Forty-five well, if I was minutes. Born ten. Yeah, forty-five minutes earlier, my parents would have got ten grand. Because I would have been the first baby born in the millennium in my town. I was going to say, are you like, were you like the, the first one born? No, I was in the newspaper, no. but I feel like there was someone before me. So they didn't get the 10 grand, but I was Dang celebrating. Like, you get 10 grand for being the first Incredible. baby born in the new year. Yeah, if that's not fucking... Gives that to you? Jesus? I don't know. <laughs> the council? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just know that my parents have never let me live that down. They're like, well, you fucking got stuck around the umbilical cord. So we're 10 grand poorer for you. (laughs) Also, can I just note that I said this wasn't about babies and we've somehow got onto the topic of babies. (laughs) Sorry, I derailed the conversation. I'm so sorry. No, it's not your fault. Don't worry. (laughs) We 
we go along with it we love a tangent um what were we saying we oh, yeah, how we got into- tell me how you got into it because i'm just a problematic capricorn how were yeah, you how did no. you realize you were a problematic cancer i feel <laughs> like well i was like interested in it because i used to get all those magazines like teen magazines mm-hmm. that had the star signs in so yep. that always interested me and then i think i read up about like the personality traits of a cancer once and i was like oh me oh so then I was like interested from then on because I was like well if this shit website can tell me basically my entire personality like what happens if I look into it a little bit more in depth and then I obviously like when I started dating I was like I must know what their star signs are (laughs) I'm like that too that's one of the first questions I ask yeah I I don't like to know you don't like don't like to know I don't like to know beyond like the sun sign because yeah because I'm like so into it if I if I like know a person's birth chart before I meet them it's like all I see is a birth chart (laughs) it's just like it's just too much like analyzing so Um, that's a good link then how did you get into how did you know that that you were complete because I'm interested in it but I haven't got the yeah brain power to to work out like a whole sign it's I don't remember I think I got into it in like high school um and one of my friends like did my birth chart in English class one day when we were like fucking around and not doing what we were (laughs) supposed to be doing um but I've always like been interested in it um and I feel like I don't know I've always identified strongly as a Taurus very very my energy and I really started to like identify with astrology when I learned like what a moon sign was because I'm an emotional baby and when I learned that like I'm a Pisces moon (laughs) it was like yeah (laughs) it all it all clicked Mm -hmm. um and I don't know I just like slowly got more into it um I've always been like a witchy person so it just made sense to like learn and I don't know it's so fun to me and interesting and there's like so much to learn in astrology it's like people spend like lifetime studying it yeah it's it's crazy do you think you could guess someone's sign just after meeting them do you think you could be like she's a da 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 i'm because i like to think i can i can't but i like to be like i bet she's a pisces not a pisces i'm usually good i feel like i can usually guess like water signs really easily (laughs) and like (laughs) water signs and air signs really easily and that's like it the other two i'm like i don't know it can be so like it just depends but water signs for some reason just like always look like their eyes are so sparkly and always look like they're about to cry mm. <laughs> that's me that's my She's, band she gets so emotional baby. Tune. that is my mm. anthem <laughs> yeah yeah I don't know. and air signs are just like they can, they talk a lot and you can just tell <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that I think it's so interesting just because I know some people are like no I don't associate with my sun sign or whatever I'm like okay but then have you looked at your moon and your rising have you looked at the rest of it yeah Yeah. there's there's layers many many layers I bought that book that you recommended to me the one that's like the only astrology book you'll ever need or something along those lines Oh, and I bought it as well one. after you recommended it to her. She recommended it to me and I <laughs> Yeah, and I lost, I lost about a day of my life just reading about myself. And I was like, 
fuck it's so so true so i got stuck in a real hole and i was like running downstairs my boyfriend and being like look because my venus is in this like this space Mm -hmm. this means this and this means and he's like okay i know that's a good a good look it's i feel like it's like the best one if you are like just getting into astrology because it has literally everything in it what's it called and we can recommend it to people as well we can put a link i'll put a link on this um it's called the only astrology book you'll ever need it's huge it's like the size of a textbook (laughs) um (laughs) but it has so much information it's so fun to like read through yeah the author is joanna martine wolfolk Okay. So you, we set you the task of analysing our birth charts, didn't we? You did. <laughs> <laughs> we're, I'm so excited because uh, I, feel, I just feel like we're both going to get read for Phil. I think Soap's chart is, upon looking at it, is like just like the most overwhelming water energy. Like the most, just like... <laughs> like slightly frightening um, <laughs> have you ever like seen your actual circle chart yes okay because there's like there are shapes in there that i've never seen oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. that concerns me <laughs> there's like there are rectangles which is like a new aspect that i like had never seen before i had to look it up <gasps> oh my god so oh my god i know i know but i think like so if you're a chart is like oh, it's just I feel like you match the energy of it so well because it's so like watery and just like the cancerian energy is so strong like and evident from your personality and like your Pisces moon which I feel you on mm. <laughs> so there I love yeah, your tweets on just, Pisces moons I'm always like yep yeah what are some like yeah. traits on Pisces moons Pisces moons are like <laughs> It's just like being a water moon is not for the weak. I truly <laughs> believe <laughs> it's because y- your moon sign is like how you, I guess, sort of like cope with the world and like how you um, sort of like intellectualize your emotions and how you sort of like deal with them. And being a Pisces moon is just the trauma of it all. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, it's Pisces is like the sign of, you know, like emotional intelligence and intuition and like they're they're so like dreamy and just like in like intuitive and like empathetic and sort of like absorb everyone else's like emotions. So to like deal with that every day is hard. Wow. <laughs> Overwhelming. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I feel that. And um I feel like just like knowing that you're both like you both do music and you both like write music and sing um I like noticed so many like aspects in your chart that are so telling of that so like Pisces moon in like your third house which I don't know if you're familiar with house system like a house what a house is in astrology I vaguely know but please mm-hmm. vaguely Give, okay. give us some information. So there's 12 houses in astrology um and every chart has all 12 houses they all like represent different areas of life basically it just has to do with the way like you divide the sky I guess sort of and they all represent different areas of life um if anyone cares I'm using Placidus house system which is what I used 
when I did your birth charts. There are different systems you can use, but just for context, if anyone cares. <laughs> um, okay, okay. I'm, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I validate you, don't worry. <laughs> thank you. Um, yeah, so the first house in astrology is your ascendant. So that would be like your rising sign. Mm-hmm. Um, basically has to do with self, like your personality, sort of who you like your body it can often like indicate physical features too so like based on your rising sign um can give you like certain like I don't know I guess like it really has to do with like height and like body shape can indicate that as well as like eye color and like hair color and stuff like that which is cool that's mad yeah it's not it's really accurate a lot of the time too Mm, I feel like I read somewhere that like Scorpio rising it's always like very intense eyes Mm-hmm. and I was like well yeah, yeah that's the the thing people say about me the most because I have very like yeah. intense blue eyes I look like a yeah. white walker and then, I'm Libra rising yeah so Libra rising um indicated usually they have like fair skin and light hair so which I is mean crazy. my hair is dyed so it's it's obviously <laughs> what, not natural but I have naturally what? got light hair like light brown <gasps> dark blonde oh my God. there you go and yeah, just like being fair and Libra risings always have like beautiful skin because Libra is like, <laughs> Libra rules the skin and Libra is ruled by Venus. So it's just like, and Venus is the planet of beauty. So it's literally oh, like I beautiful actually, skin. I am quite lucky with skin. Yeah, you have great skin. It must be so nice. <laughs> yeah, I can't relate. I always thought it was just I'm because I drank a lot of water. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah Thanks, it's gorgeous. Yeah, the Libra energy. Um, so that's like that. the first house. Second house is sort of rules your like possessions and oftentimes like how you make money. So if there are like certain planets in that house, it can be like indicate like how you make money in terms of like it can be like career, but also just like side hustles or like just overall themes of how you make money. So like mm-hmm. a common um a common second house like for actors is leo because leo is the sign of fame so people who are famous will often have like a second house in leo um third house is rules communication um siblings mm-hmm. so so you have your moon in the third house mm-hmm. so do you have siblings i do i have three <gasps> amazing so your moon is like the moon represents like the mother oftentimes or just like motherly energy mm-hmm. so it's often people who ha- have like m- their moon in the third house will like assume the role of like caring for their siblings oh, it's <laughs> <so> accurate. <laughs> oh my god yeah. where's my <clears throat> what's, what's in my third house what how do i know um, this yeah you have like all of your planets are in the bottom half of your chart which actually means that you're in a night chart means you were born at nighttime. So Claire, you have a third house stellium, which means that you have like four planets in the third house. Um, mm-hmm. So your sun is in the third, as well as Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune. So you got some like some big planets in there. And so like sun in the third house is could be like a place where your life is like illuminated or sort of like something that you're naturally good at. Um, can be like 
something like it can be like your like life path too or like something that you're naturally drawn to um and what i think is interesting is that your son is in the third house which can rule stuff like writing songwriting just like communication in general this is gonna be a collection of me and claire going Mm. everything (laughs) that's quite nice though i don't really i because i'm I've always sort of said that I'm a singer over a singer songwriter because I don't really rate my songwriting skills. I just get by because I'm a good singer. That's, that's quite nice to know. I'm a better singer than I am songwriter, and that's undoubtedly true. I think you're very good at both. So I'm a much better singer than we're I am not, songwriter. We're I not doing negative self talk, please. Thank you so much. No, yeah. no, no. I know I'm not. It's <laughs> not negative. I can, I can write a song if I'm held at gunpoint, but I'm better at singing a song than I am when at writing a song. When is that situation arising, please? I would love you to see that. Rise, you know, in my life. <laughs> third house is also like because it's communication people who have like lots of planets in the third house can be like really good at making friends and are just often like you can talk to like anyone I guess like you're just good at like holding conversations with people even if you like don't necessarily like know them very well and you also have like a lot of air in your chart so you are just like you're good a good communicator really you're so easy to talk to I love this (laughs) <laughs> oh, I think I'm an arsehole. <laughs> no, no, you're like so funny and just like you're easy. You're, you, get, you can get, I feel like anyone can get along with you. Yeah, it's very true. No, Claire, seriously, I don't think you've noticed this about yourself, but like you are very easy to chat to. Like when we first met, you're like, hi, how you doing? Like put me at ease straight away because I'm the person that walks in and is like, fuck, I don't want to talk to anyone. And you're like, hey. <laughs> I like this podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> Compliments to Claire. <laughs> and then Claire, you also have like a huge stellium in your fourth house. Stelliums just mean there's like concentrated energy. So it's like you have more than one planet in a house. You basically like that'll be like a, a central like focus of your life. And the fourth house rules things like uh, the home, motherhood, like nurturing others. You can like find yourself in positions where you're like caring for other people, stuff like that. Um, and you have Venus, which is the planet of love and beauty, and like, yeah, romance, and marriage. My God, in the fourth house, scary um, now. <laughs> <laughs> See, also alongside all of this, I'm a commitment phobe, and I. <laughs> oh well, yeah, because you're you're an Aquarius Venus, so. Oh no. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh no. Aquarius, that that Aquarian energy of the air sign of like not being able to commit to anything yeah yeah um and you're because you're a libra rising you are ruled by venus because libra is ruled by venus so your chart is literally ruled by the planet of venus so it's basically like i think it's like your your venus in the fourth is just like such a powerful thing venus in the fourth can also be like you are really good at like making your like house beautiful you need like you need things around you to be pretty to like feel happy <laughs> i wish everyone who was listening to the podcast could see what we can see which is claire's room <clears throat> filled with shit so gorgeous this like silk <laughs> scarf you have the silk scarf you have like draping on your microphone like what is that Look, stunning you are constantly surrounded by stuff you have stuff everywhere i like things yeah.
I was born in a Mercury retrograde. Yeah, yeah. So was I. So don't worry. It's okay. Okay. Just means that it actually means that like when Mercury is in retrograde and the rest of the world is losing their shit, it's actually easier for us because that's like our natural energy. I never find Mercury retrograde hard. And I, I said know. this to you the other day. I was like, I feel great on when it's Mercury retrograde. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> yeah. It's very that. And it's also like people who are born during Mercury retrograde can be like, oh, you, you just like learn differently than other people. So it's like, yes. You'll oftentimes like, I don't know. I always feel like this. I'm also male Mercury retrograde where I feel like I learn so much differently than everyone else. And okay. So interesting. You said this. I've had to go on when I worked at Warner Brothers, they sent us on this. How do you learn? course where you find out if you're like a what's the word like kinesthetic learner and all that sort of shit yeah they told me I'd done it wrong because I got equal parts of all four of the categories I was equally all four and they were like surely you have a preference to how you learn I was like I've just answered the questions how you told me to I can't have done it wrong I've just done what I'm supposed to I just love watching the rest of the world go crazy and then me feel fine yeah the fifth house is like like romance in terms of like dating so like the fun aspects of romance mm. can also be your childhood um just like fun and creative like being fun and creative how you like express your creativity um like just your youthful energy and you have your moon in the fifth claire so people with their moon in the fifth house will often have to like be creative to feel like emotionally fulfilled it's like you have to you have, you have to express you have to express the emotions in a creative way to just like make sense of everything <laughs> i wish you could see sophie's literally just pointing at me it's true it is it is completely true like your moon sign can also like tell you good like it can give you tips for like good self-care too so Ooh. it's like if you ever feel like emotionally stressed I feel like it's just important to express that creativity, you know? The Aquarius moon. I feel like Claire could probably, will probably resonate with the um, nurturing from a distance. And yes. Yes. That is, that's Claire's like slogan. If Claire had a slogan for her life, nurturing from a distance. (laughs) Nurturing from a distance. That's perfect. That's so funny. Oh my god. Whereas like someone with a water moon, like self, is very like <laughs> Go on, say it, call me out, do it. <laughs> and, and also me, it's okay. I'm also mm. that. Um you just like you take ev- like you take everything into like heart. It's like <laughs> sensitive little baby. <laughs> I think the biggest criticism anyone has ever given me that always like you just take everything to heart and I'm like, I can't help it. So mine's the opposite. You take nothing to heart. Why don't you care? <laughs> Something I hate about astrology is that oftentimes people will be like, well, your moon sign isn't an air sign, so you're just not emotional and it's so bad. And I'm like, to me, it like can't be bad. It's just like how you deal with it. Yeah. I don't know. That's one thing that's actually quite a good point. I, th- I think that by reading our charts, you're not like telling us that this is how our life is going to be, blah, 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 blah. This is how, like, this is our groundwork. I guess we can like talk about self now because I feel like there's some stuff to stuff to dive in some stuff to to unpack here oh god (laughs) do it so so you have something called a grand water trine which basically means 
So in astrology, there's different aspects, basically just has to do with like how far apart the planets are in your chart. Mm -hmm. So there's like harmonious aspects and then there's aspects that are like hard aspects, but they're, they're not necessarily like bad. I wouldn't call them things that are horrible or like bad. They just, oftentimes you have to like work harder at whatever the theme the planet is covering to like make it work in your life. But you have something called a grand water trine, which basically means that you have three planets in three different water signs, all three water signs. <laughs> and they basically like are all equally apart from each other. So it creates a triangle in your chart called the trine. And it's grand in the water. Um, basically, it just means that you're um, very watery. And <laughs> you have like... <laughs> Very you have old. like very watery and you have um a rich inner world and sort of like a grand water shine can like indicate that you um are an escapist if like things get too hard you like retreat <laughs> <laughs> hello that yes. would be me hello yeah, that is me hello. and you know what i do a lot of like if things are really overwhelming i what mm-hmm. i love to do I'll let everyone in on a secret here turn my little calm app on which has like white noise i put that on i pretend i'm someone else in my head i live a full yeah life inside oh, my yeah. own brain as my little that escapism can, i love that you, yeah you have to you know retreat and like <laughs> escape from the world sometimes massively so. it's just yeah that's very like water energy especially in like a grand water trying because it's so it's so like you're so like vulnerable and easily like fucked with and you know when things are overwhelming you just gotta like shut the world out <laughs> easily fucked with all. is my slogan i think <laughs> yeah what is it nurturing yep. from a distance and e- easily fucked with easily fucked with yep that sounds about right <laughs> nurturing from a distance and easily fucked with god <laughs> that's the name of the episode <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you also can like um water signs in general are often associated with like intuition and the occult and sort of like very strong dreams so oh fuck me my dreams are weird and intense i was telling Kai about this the other day i had a dream (laughs) this is weird and i'm bringing it back to harry styles again i had a dream yeah harry styles asked me on a date all three courses were soup soup i saw your tweet about that yeah why why soup Mm -hmm. but it was like oh my god it was the fucking weirdest thing truly but all my dreams are like that very like detail vivid. heavy yeah, yeah. very vivid like vivid and intense dreams can also like um water signs can often have like predictive dreams like you can have dreams that will literally like manifest in the real world oh my god mm-hmm. i've had mm-hmm. one of those i had i've had quite a few of them the one that i remember most distinctly was i so i have a friend called ruth who i've known for years um and one birthday so it was like maybe the night before my birthday and I was going for dinner with my dad and with Ruth that was what our birthday plans was and I had a dream that I was at this dinner but Ruth's friend Mark who I also knew just randomly turned up and I had that dream and I was like okay cool bit weird that he turned up in my dream I fucking kid you not we went to this restaurant in real life and he walked in and he was like hey surprise and I was like what the fuck is happening it was so bizarre weird so bizarre 
my god yeah it's so crazy i didn't tell anyone like, about it though because i was like people are gonna think i'm, <laughs> I'm i didn't say anything <laughs> no i feel that's so hard like that when you have like intuitive dreams or like just sometimes you like predict things and mm-hmm. you're like i know that this just happened but if i tell anyone they're gonna think i'm fucking insane that's wild mm-hmm. you can't let people know man i want to dream some future things I mean, it's not always good, Claire. Sometimes I dream shit and I'm like, fuck, I hope that doesn't happen. And I have to fully like check on people. I'm like, are you okay? And they're like, yeah, you why? Good? And I'm like, I had a dream that your head fell off, so I just had to check. What is it? I texted you about a dream I had the other day. It was just ridiculous. Hold on. Oh, yeah. I need to keep a dream journal, really. But sometimes they're so weird. I'm like, I don't want to write yeah. it down. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> like, you should. That's weird. like, that's like, um, like a really like it's really recommended like in holistic (laughs) astrology for people who have lots of water placements to write their dreams down shit maybe i will so like claire has a very heavy like third and fourth house energy in her chart Mm -hmm. where soph has like three planets in the eighth house which the eighth house is like ruled by scorpio um the it's the house of like death transformation the occult um can be like dreams like intuition it can also be um debt taxes inheritance stuff like that i literally like wrote down because i was writing down like your guys's area of the charts where you had like lots of planets uh-huh. i wrote eighth house stellium and i was like is so psychic question mark because it was just like too <laughs> there was too much like a psychic like too much indication of like you being able to predict the future I don't know, man. Fuck, maybe I need to, like, look into this more. Maybe I need to develop you my do. psychic abilities more. Because I have, like, yeah. honestly weird moments, but then I just leave it. <laughs> you need to develop the skill that you have. Because I fully believe oh my that God. you're a psychic person. How oh my God, we, we start could... this? Oh, my God, I'm going to have my own show, and it's going to be That's So Stoph instead of That's So Raven. <gasps> it's the future I can see. I see that for you. Oh my god yes okay i'm very on board with this i, this. I did always yeah. vibe with that show so maybe <laughs> that's yeah i love that show you also so like the eighth house being inheritance and that sort of stuff you have um your sun venus and mercury in the eighth house mm. so Ooh. with mercury or sorry with venus there um can indicate that you like will marry into wealth or you will inherit something from like your future partner or your future spouse um, Cameron, go check his bank quick. I know that boy has more money in his bank account than me, so because <laughs> he doesn't okay. online shop like I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. It can also just like a lot of times people who are have like strong eighth house energy just like need to learn to let other people care for them, like financially, <gasps> because what? you will often feel like you have to like be the one to like provide for yourself constantly but it's like you need to learn to like and because especially because you're a cancer son so like your instinct is to take care of other people it's like you have to like learn other people can take care of you like it's allowed to happen Ah, very much called out very much very much much (laughs) the eighth house because it's such like it's a house of like death and transformation people people who have a strong eighth house energy especially because your son is there you may feel like you're inclined to like make yourself better constantly it's like you constantly want to like transform like different aspects of your life and you just like are constantly trying to improve yourself <laughs> Clara's pointing so aggressively at me that's 
disgustingly mm-hmm. accurate. I'm always on a, <laughs> a journey of self-transformation. Yeah, I think you just need to learn to like be spoiled. That's all I want. That's what I would say. Yeah, like, but you wouldn't it allow it if you even if you did want it. You get the moment True. you wouldn't allow it to happen. Yeah, you need to <laughs> learn. You need to learn to let let people spoil you. Shit, you okay. deserve it. I'm going to tell Cam that. I'm going to say the stars say that you have to spoil me. Thank you. You you, The stars say that you have to spoil me. And also that I'm going to marry Rich. So you better get on that. That You need to open up that bank, Cameron. (laughs) Yeah. Cam, I suggest you take a new... (laughs) Can you take a second job? Because I'm supposed to marry Rich. (laughs) I'm supposed to marry Rich and be spoiled. So you need to get some extra work because at the moment, this is not how it's supposed to be. (laughs) So funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's gonna be like why the fuck did you learn all this stuff all the notes i have for substart are just like she like you are like hyper aware and you can like intuit anything especially because like cancer mercury it's like you will often like find yourself in like conversations like when people don't let like when people don't aren't telling you the full truth it's like you know it's like you know what they're what they're not saying yep you know what i mean just like very intuitive and like aware of everything i feel like you can, no one can lie to so they absolutely can't it's I can't lie to you. <laughs> you it is kept me straight true. away when i'm lying to you and then cancer venus so venus being the planet of love and of love and beauty and relationships it's um in the eighth house it's sort of like the eighth house being like death and transformation can often mean that you like are afraid to let people in because your like your vulnerability and also being taken advantage of and love is like always slightly out of reach it's like you you almost have it but it's like it's like you need to like do something you need to like lose something in order to achieve it Mm, it's very that so like how me and my boyfriend met Mm -hmm. I'd kind of I, I basically exclusively went out with people who I knew were horrific for me and were not going to commit to me because I was like, obviously, then I'm hurt. And that's how things yep. Yeah. yep. And then, so yeah. I met Cam and he was like, the nicest guy, so lovely. And so obviously I went, I just want to be friends. There's no romantic thing here. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously there was, I was completely obsessed with him. But I was like, nope, we're only friends. And it was only when I let him in and like let myself trust him that we then start going out and obviously we've been together seven years now but it's like a full-on thing like I before him I was just like let's just hurt ourselves constantly it was great I mean it wasn't it was horrible yeah that's the same can very much be a a water sign thing too is like just being attracted to red flag yep yep yep. (laughs) I don't have any water sign placements and I love it I'm like a red rag to a ball I think you actually do no you fully have like three planets and water signs you have your Jupiter and your Chiron in Cancer. And the fuck is a Chiron? Scorpio. Chiron is like a whole other, like, uh, it's technically not a planet. It's like an asteroid. It's just like a star, Ooh. I guess. Um, and it often indicates like an area of your life where you're wounded. So <laughs> <laughs> please tell us more about that, please. I want to know <laughs> how Claire is yeah. wounded. <laughs> So you have Chiron, Chiron and Cancer um, in your ninth house. And ninth house is the house of like um, uh, spirituality, religion, like higher learning, higher education. So that could be like 
college or university. Um, and also like long distance travel. And it can also be the house of like luck. So maybe you just have like wounds surrounding luck. I don't know. <laughs> or like bad luck. I don't know. <laughs> I think, I don't think I'm unlucky. I think I'm just dumb. I th- like not, no, as in like make stupid decisions. And then I'm like, oh, it's just my luck. No, no, no. It's just you making a stupid decision. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, it can be that. Or just like, you have to like learn how to develop your own like philosophy in life in terms of like not following what everyone else like believes or what everyone wants for you you know in order to like heal heal yourself emotionally or like heal your inner child just like learn to sort of like teach other people lessons that you've had to learn (laughs) by being wounded (laughs) that's yeah yeah so it's sort of like taking your emotional wounds and like healing the world with them. Oh my God, Claire's going to heal the world, guys. You heard it here first. Claire's going to heal the world. <laughs> Chiron is like a difficult planet or a difficult thing. And then, so if you have it in your 10th house, which is the house of, house of professional success. <laughs> and like achievement. <laughs> achievement. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. So it's like you might face like obstacles Sick. or like obstacles in career. So Sick. you just, um, yeah, I guess it's sort of like you have to like learn to overcome them. Your Scorpio rising is part of your um, like grand water trine. Mm-hmm. So you are like secretive, mysterious, defensive. Um, Scorpio rising is often like are very like protective of themselves in the sense where you like don't really like to let people, you don't let people in easily. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. You almost like to have, like, a secret, like, a hidden part of your life that, like, no one knows about. Absolutely. There is a space in my brain that no one knows about. That sounds really dark. I don't mean it, like, (laughs) I haven't got, like, (laughs) psycho thoughts, but I just, like, have a little place in my brain that is just for me and I go to and I'm, like, just chilling here. Yeah. I love that. It can also be, like, Scorpio Rising is, like, to disappear for, like, periods of time. So if you're ever like going if you ever like are going through it, you just like to like disappear off the face of the earth for like a minute. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really fun. Okay. A real fun time. I would love to just make a statement now then for uh the friends that I've lost in my life because I disappeared. Now you know it's just part of who I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was in the stars. There's nothing on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was in the stars it's from r- the beginning. Leave me alone. <laughs> It's her Scorpio rising. Yeah. Leave her alone. It's the Scorpio. In astrology, when people like say that something can like represent death, it doesn't always have to literally mean death. It can mm-hmm. mean death as in like a transformation. So it can be like the end of a cycle or like the death of like a relationship or the death of like a, a phase in your life, I guess. Mm-hmm. So for Scorpio risings, you basically like you evolve as you sort of transform. So as you like like lose things you will often like find yourself gaining more mm-hmm. so it can be it can be really hard though for like Scorpio and because you have so many water signs to like to lose things because it's such like a painful like a painful experience but oh my god yes it's like in order to gain you have to lose basically what I'm hearing is I've got a lot of heavy stuff but I am psychic <laughs> but you are psychic yeah. but you are psychic and your dreams you can manifest anything through your dreams. Sick. 
I ran the Sinistry chart. And it makes sense that you guys feel like you like you feel like you know each other, first of all, because you're Cancer and Capricorn, which are sister signs. So every every like sign in the zodiac has their sister sign, which is like the sign that they're opposite from, like literally oh, on yeah. the astrological mm-hmm. wheel. Yeah. So Cancer and Capricorn are the opposites. So it's sort of like you'll find sister signs often are like in marriages so like people will like marry their sister sign a lot of the time um which you know you're not married but (laughs) wife me up (laughs) yeah so it's like you're it's like opposites attract basically Mm, okay and then you also have claire's moon falls into so's third house which is the house of communication and like friendship so you, that's oh. um, you may feel like you guys like emotionally are able to communicate well or like you understand <laughs> each other on an emotional level because it's like yes. your friendship yeah your friendship is like so based on emotions yeah. <laughs> just like emotionally communicating yeah. yeah 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 exactly and then there's also your true node so self's true node a true node in astrology is basically you're where you are supposed to be like it's supposed to be your destiny i guess so so true node falls into um claire's 11th house which is the house of online friendships and friendships oh stop that's how we met we met online <laughs> i know so <laughs> that's cool oh um, my god we were destined to meet each other <laughs> yeah and your node is so Soph's node is conjunct claire's ascendant which basically means that they're like the same sign mm. so it's like you're literally like fulfilling your destiny by being friends oh i love that oh my god don't cry <laughs> <laughs> oh my it's god emotional. that's cute i like that that's so cute wow wow so alexa no. Play that's what friends are for. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. What a note to end on. We're destined to be friends. <laughs> so I think we've learned a lot about each other and ourselves and the fact that we are both insane. And it's completely justified by the placement of all of our houses. <laughs> um, so thank you so much, Hannah, for coming on. Thank you. Um, it's been You're a welcome. fucking hoot. We've loved it. Um, and if people want to follow you on Instagram, we're going to find you at Queer Taurus. Is that right? Yes, that's one. Fabulous. I have a lot of fun doing this. I love reading your charts, your chaotic charts. The chaotic <laughs> charts. <laughs> if you enjoyed this podcast don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review you can follow us on our podcast instagram page at download your thoughts or soph jones music and claire cordell on all platforms keep an eye on our podcast instagram stories because we might ask you questions that feature in the next episode thanks for listening bye